0: everyone, welcome back. Before we get into the stories, I need to give a warning for domestic violence in the last story of this video. As usual, I'll have the story labeled in the pinned comment in case you want to skip it. All that being said, without any more further interruptions, let's go ahead and get started. And remember, to always, stay A few months ago, I flew out to California to visit my girlfriend over spring break from college. Due to my girlfriend's living situation at the time, I had to get a motel to stay in while I was visiting. It was really run down and kind of crappy looking. As a small female, I was a little nervous to be staying there alone. My girlfriend was unable to stay with me, but I got a room on the second floor away from most of the foot and car traffic and the motel was on the side of a really busy road. I figured if something were to happen, I could find someone to help. Most of my nights there were fine, nothing out of the ordinary. On my second to last night though, something creepy happened. I awoke around two in the morning to someone yelling for help. Having been jolted from sleep, it took me a few minutes to realize the gravity of what I had heard. I sat up and listened and then I heard it again. A feminine-sounding voice was calling for help. As I listened some more, I heard them calling out that they wanted to go home and that they were being hurt. I started to pace my room as I contemplated what to do. I was scared to get involved, and for a second, I thought that if I was really hearing it, someone else would surely be hearing it too, and that maybe someone else would call for help. I remembered what I had read about the bystander effect, and how someone is less likely to do something if others are around, and I decided that I couldn't just ignore what was happening in hopes that someone else would help. I picked up my phone and called the police, explaining where I was and what I had heard to the dispatcher. They asked me where the calls were coming from, but I couldn't give an exact answer. All of the walls of the motel were really thin so it was hard to figure out where it was coming from. The dispatcher took my name and they said they would send out an officer to look around. After I hung up, the calls continued for a while, with shouts of help and wanting to go home. Around 20 minutes after I hung up with the police, the shouting quieted. Around 30 minutes, I had finally heard the beep of a police siren. I laid awake trying to hear if anything was going on, But everything was quiet, and eventually, I fell asleep. I never did hear if anything ever came of my call, or if there was ever anyone who could have been the voice that I heard. Thinking back to the experience, I wish I would have called the police sooner. Maybe if I had, they would have gotten there before the yelling quieted down. Maybe it would have made a difference. All I can hope for today is that whoever I heard that night was able to get away, and that they're doing okay now. I really hope they're safe. This happened a few weeks ago. For some context, I'm a 19-year-old female, and I work at the Marriott Subsidiarity Hotel along the I-80 corridor. I live about 30 minutes away from the hotel, so I have to commute. My work shift starts at 7am. I work by myself mostly. I have high guest contact, so I'm used to difficult and combative guests, but this encounter has left me very freaked out and constantly watching my back. Anyways, it was midsummer and extremely busy. I was keeping up and had no complaints. Breakfast was close to being over, and a man had come back to the kitchen. Normally, guests stop at the door and talk to me, but this guy walked completely in the kitchen and approached me. I was uncomfortable, and I started slowly walking back to the other door in the kitchen. I asked, Sir, is there something I can help you with? He just stared at me and said, After breakfast, I'll be in the breakfast area. Join me. His voice was sharp and raised slightly. He then turned and walked away. At this point, I was panicking and totally freaking out. I knew I had to calm myself down and go to the break room and get my manager. I waited a few minutes, grabbed an empty box to make it seem unrelated to the man, and went to the break room. I was panicking internally. Once I reached the office, I had dropped the box and quickly told my manager what was going on. She had me point out who it was to her, as she went to confront him after a brief conversation with him she came back and called the police she said that i could go home if i wanted to and i left i was so scared and i just wanted to go home i learned what happened after i left the hotel when i got to work the very next day here's what i learned when my manager went to talk to the man he said that he just really wanted to talk to me and maybe go out to dinner Mind you, this man had to be in his 40s. She asked him what room he was in, and then he simply said that he wasn't even staying there. This gave my manager a bad feeling, so she sent me home while the police were on their way. He didn't resist being put into handcuffs or talking to the police. He even told them everything he had planned to do with me. I'll tell you of some of what he said. He said that he had planned to take me to Applebee's, and then asked for me to join him in his truck for a rendezvous. When the cops asked for clarification, he actually said that he was going to drug me, put me in his truck, tie me up, and then rape me and keep me for company. When they asked him how he settled on me, all he said was, I saw her in Walmart, and I watched her go pick up some things, and I'd seen her at the hotel the next day, and decided to meet her. This was enough to arrest him, I have no idea what they charged him on or how long they could hold him for. The cops took mine and my manager's statement and left. I haven't heard anything for weeks, and I've started trying to push it out of my mind. Please be mindful of your surroundings. Thanks to my manager and the cops, nothing happened or has happened. I don't want to think about what would have. I really hope that man gets the help he needs." I'm a female, and I was around 13 years old when this happened. I'm now 21. The story involves my sister, who's the same age as me, and my younger cousin. I'll call them A and B. A for my sister, and B for my cousin. But here's the story. I forget why, but we were staying in a hotel with my dad and his girlfriend at the time a b and i were bored just sitting in the hotel room so we decided to go on a walk and play some pokemon go as we were playing i noticed that it was getting dark so i told a and b to call it quits and head back as i said this i noticed a guy standing in the parking lot of a store that we were next to just staring at us i quietly hinted this to a and b so we got up and started walking back to the hotel As we were walking, we kind of forgot about him for a little bit, until we looked back and then saw that he was following us. B had started to freak out a little as she was way younger than us, but we just pulled her along. Something to note is A never took no crap from anyone, and she wasn't afraid of the situation from what I could tell. She was really mad that this creep was following us. So she kept looking back and made us walk faster. This guy had actually followed us all the way back to the hotel at a slow pace. So we then ran walk to the lobby of the hotel and then stopped and just stared at the doors just to see if this man would actually walk into the lobby. And that really pissed off A. A then turned around and started to yell at him. Hey, what the hell do you want? Why are you following us? The lady at the lobby counter was just staring. Then this man just looked us up and down, looked at the other people in the lobby, and then turned around and walked out of the hotel, to which we never did see him again after that. It might not seem that big of a deal, but it was really creepy for us girls. We freaked the hell out and then ran to our hotel room. I have no idea why he followed us all the way back to the hotel. But I'm so glad my sister isn't afraid to stand up for herself, because who knows what would have happened. I'm sure you could be thinking that this guy was probably just staying at the hotel too, but if he was, why would he just turn around after getting called out for following us and never come back? This encounter just happened under an hour ago, and I'm still shaken up. My family and I are on a short vacation and we're staying in a hotel for a couple of days. We're staying in a city type of place, so a lot of small shops and places to eat are nearby. We were going to eat dinner at the hotel grill, but we ended up going to a pub after waiting two hours for terrible food and service. After we paid the bill, we thought everything was great until we left the pub. It was dark outside, and I was the first one out the door, my sisters and mother behind me. There was a homeless man that just seemed to appear out of nowhere right in front of me when I turned away from the pub doors. He was desperately asking my sister and I for change. We both didn't know what to say. We turned to our mother, and she told the man that we didn't have anything. He didn't really seem satisfied with my mother's answer, but he responded simply with an, oh well okay and we thought everything was all right until we noticed that he quickly started to follow us our mom grabbed my two sisters hands tightly and asked us to walk faster we all quickened our pace starting to panic i could feel my heart racing the man had also started to catch up to us our mother told us to stay up front and gave me my younger sister's hand while she went slightly behind to get ready to fight. We were all still in shock and I couldn't speak. We were almost running until three more homeless guys were up ahead in front of us. They just seemed to again appear and disappear just like that. They were approaching us too and with the guy behind us, our mom yelled for us to cross the road. It felt like all these men were closing in on us. Booking it through the busy street I look back and the original guy is still following us. I told my mom this and she didn't believe me at first until the dude was eyeing us across the street and still kept up his pace. We eventually ran and finally made it to the hotel. I was terrified and I was the first one to make it back to our room. We all calmed down and I even checked to see if the homeless guy was still outside. He was walking in front of the convenience store across the road and still kept looking at the hotel. He eventually sat down in front of one of the stores and just glared at the hotel. He's still there, and this is an ongoing situation. I really doubt we'll see him in the morning, but I really hope that we don't see him again at all. Please be careful when walking out at night, especially in urban areas. I've had my fair share of scary and just plain weird experiences as someone who has worked in both the hotel industry and in the hospital's ER. I feel like I'm fairly equipped as a person to keep my brain from melting down in scenarios where I should be absolutely freaking out. Of the many frightening stories I have, this is the one that has always shaken me up the most. I worked at a popular hotel chain from when I was 18 to when I was 20. I worked at the front desk, and at the time of this story, I was the primary evening shift attendant from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., however, I would sometimes cover nights, which was 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. At the time of this story, I was a 19-year-old girl working alone in a hotel during the night shift. There were no other hotel employees in the building, just me. This particular brand of the hotel chain was cheaper not as luxurious or even as well-regarded as some of the other brands in the chain. We were also situated right off the highway, so we got a lot of walk-ins and drug addicts and other strange people on a regular basis. Although this is true of any hotel, not just the cheaper ones. We had a couple and their baby walk in at about 12am to see if we had a room, and since it was fall and the busy season was just wrapping up, we did. They seemed nice, like a regular normal young couple. Again, I saw weird people every day, so maybe my radar for this sort of thing was skewed. I'm doing my thing during my shift, beginning the audit process, cleaning up around the lobby and watching Netflix on my phone, when I get a call to the desk around 1am. It's one of the rooms on the second floor complaining about a noise complaint, saying that someone's down the hall making a ruckus. And if i could please tell them to stop i ask if they know what room it is but they don't now i'm not allowed to leave my desk for any reason as if someone calls or comes into the hotel there would be no one there and the safe is located up front i tell the guests to call back if the noise continues about 10 minutes later they call back and they tell me to call the police because they can hear more clearly and there is arguing I ask them their room number and immediately go into crisis mode. I take the stairs up where the guest is calling from on the second floor and I can hear the screaming before I even get up one flight of stairs. I can't even really describe it. It sounded like someone was being murdered from the blood curdling way she was screaming. I'm a 5'5 19 year old girl so I immediately get 911 on the phone. The protocol in this situation is to call my manager first to get her permission for an emergency call, but fuck it, you know? I peek my head through the doorway, and I look down the hallway, and I see the man from the young couple from earlier, and he's just beating the absolute shit out of his girlfriend. She's holding their baby, just screaming and crying in the middle of the hallway. Meanwhile, I'm telling the operator as much as I can, and I have to somehow find the courage to try and break up this situation. Every instinct in me tells me to just go back downstairs and barricade myself in the manager's office and get myself out of danger. But I'm seriously frightened this man is either going to kill this woman or their baby. I put on my bravest, loudest, strongest voice and shout down the hallway. I don't even know what I said, but it probably wasn't even real words. They both look at me and my blood runs just absolutely cold. I yell to the woman and I ask her, Ma'am, are you okay? Clearly she isn't. Her face is just red and black and bleeding, and she still sobs screaming, and their newborn baby is wailing. She doesn't even answer. She just scrambles up from the wall and just runs to me. The guy just stands there, standing right there in the hall looking at us, just dumbstruck. I lead her down to the front desk, and I have her join me behind the desk. I tell her that I have the police on the phone, and the operator asks to speak to her if possible. So I hold her baby, and she's sobbing on the phone about her boyfriend and about how he's trying to kill her. She's providing the details about her boyfriend when I hear banging from the staircase, and I just fucking know. I'm outright shaking at this point, but I hand her baby back as this guy bursts out of the stairway just fucking fuming about his girlfriend. It's like I'm not even there and he can't even see me. He's just pinpointed on her. I'm fairly convinced that tonight is the night that I'm going to die. I don't even realize it, but I'm crying now too. Out of shock or just as a reaction, or maybe anger, I don't know. I put myself between him and his girl, and I tell him that he needs to leave the premises now. He clearly doesn't listen to that. I take the rolling chair that I'd been sitting on and I use it as a barricade between the door to the front desk and us. That's when I see he has a fucking knife. This is when it starts to get a little hazy for me. I can only remember in clarity how hard my heart was beating, my ears ringing, just the sheer terror I was feeling when I see this guy coming at us and his baby. I don't particularly remember how it worked. But I remember throwing the rolling chair at him while screaming something that was meant to be like, Get the fuck away from us! But probably wasn't anything like that. I take this girl by her arm and I'm dragging her with me. I practically throw her and the baby in the nearby boiler room and then I throw myself in afterwards and close the door. It's a small, durable room and the only room in the hotel where the door is made out of solid metal. It locks immediately. And i don't even turn on the lights we're sitting there crouched together in this dark room i brace myself against the door as he just starts to pound on it with his whole body like i'm going to have any notable effect against the sky i can hear the operator asking for us from where the girl dropped my phone somewhere on the ground the light barely illuminating the both of us we're both just crying and breathing and shaking she's trying to comfort her baby and for some reason, I decide to take off the jacket I'm wearing and offer it to her for her face, like that's the most important thing in the moment. Thankfully, our location on the highway meant that officers were there fairly quickly. They arrest the guy without problem, and we get ourselves out of the boiler room. The paramedics come and check her out and take her to the nearby hospital. They then tell me to come with them as well. I had a cut on my arm through the jacket from the knife and I don't even fucking know when or where or how I got it. Like I genuinely have no memory of it. It didn't even hurt. Thankfully it's just shallow and didn't even scar but I for some reason refuse because I have to finish my shift. I got my phone back and I call my manager. By now several guests have flocked to the lobby to chatter amongst themselves at the commotion. One of them tells me i heard them fighting but i didn't want to get out of bed my manager comes to the hotel and tells me to go to the hospital and to then go home i ended up sitting in the er with the lady and i spent most of that morning as her guest looking after her baby as she was treated in the er for a multitude of injuries she was released around 9 a.m that morning and she thanked me profusely i don't even think i ever learned her name I don't know where she went after that or if she's even okay or what happened to her hopefully ex-boyfriend. I don't even know if he went to jail. They don't tell you that sort of thing. I took the next week off of work and I was never able to work the night shift again. It was just way too scary being in that place alone with no one to back me up. I really hope she's okay. I hope she's doing alright and I really hope her kid is alright too. I hope she's healed and grown past what was obviously a very traumatic time in her life. I don't know the answers, and I don't think I'll ever know, but that's how life is sometimes. I think about her all the time, even though it's been years. It's just so sad knowing that this is something common that happens all of the time all around the world. I know it easily could have ended so badly for her and for me, and I'm just so grateful that it didn't. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at SouthernCannibal.com. Have a good night, everyone. And remember to always stay.